You didn't know I know how to shred, huh? That's good. That was sick. Open it up with an air guitar sash and a an A G S. You're just noodling around on that air guitar. America's got sex. What's up, everybody? This is Hats Off, Gloves Off. My name is Mitchell Phillips. Spencer Calendar. And this is Hats Off, Gloves Off. Did I say that already? I don't know. But all right. This is Hogo. Hashtag Hogo. Hashtag Hogo Pod. At Mitchell Fill Up on just basically Instagram. At Robot Spencer, wherever you want to follow him. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Pornhub. Um, we give hats off to those who deserve it. Gloves off to those who deserve it. Pats on the back. Pats on the fanny. The yin and the yang. We are the uh, the Seth Bullock of podcasts. Oh, yeah. We just care about justice, dude. Absolutely. Pure justice. Don't care why. Don't care when. You did your deed. And I don't want you tipping your hat to nobody. You leave. Uh, Spencer finished Deadwood, so the, a lot of my references are going to make more sense. All of them? It's not just going to be Sopranos. Oh, man. We can really open up. <laughs> well, if I was so inclined, then then I think I must expand our horizons. Um, we give hats off to those that deserve it in the form of praise. That sounds a little something like this. All right, pipe down, you animals. And gloves off are usually kicked off. Wait, <laughs> wait. Oh. Yeah, that one works. That's a hats off. Yeah, I know. My F dash X aren't working. It's a ding ding ding. It's like a boxing. It goes bell. Ding, ding, ding ding ding. Well, I need one for the pod, dude. Hey man, we may have to do without. You know, go old school, go Deadwood style when they didn't have a soundboard with claps and jeers. Ding ding ding, cocksucker. Ding ding. Broken bottles on the head. San Francisco cocksucker. Yeah, that one'll work. Let's add that one to the faves. Swidgen. Swidgen. Cocksucker. Okay. Swidgen. Cocksucker. You and the... You... Yeah, I did like... Uh, yeah, there are good racial slurs in that show. I like dirt worshippers the best for The Native dirt worshippers? Savages? Before. Savages, I heard. Dirt worshippers, though? That one's good. Yeah, I never heard that one. And that one... There was a part where a, a Jewish guy got severely injured, and one of the main characters said... Just a wave of penny under his nose. There's magic in there. <laughs> um, surprisingly, only one dirt worshiper in that whole show. Yep, just one. I was like, oh, this is going to be like a Western thing. No, not really. And he was just really defending his buddy, and our man Seth really respected uh, that. Yeah, absolutely. That was kind of tight of him. Um, yeah, that was one thing that I didn't expect was that they never left that incredibly small town of Deadwood. I thought there'd be a lot of adventures. Because well, they film it in Santa Clarita. It's I thought like, there'd be a lot if of If they left, they'd be at Six Flags. <laughs> no, but I thought there'd be a lot of adventures, you know, out on the covered wagon. Oh, yeah. But they're, no, they just, they really stuck to that town. Yeah, they didn't fucking move. Must and have been something different. Even in People the town, like it. it took you like three seasons to get, get your bearings. Like, all right, I guess Doc's house is over there. Yeah. They're all 50 feet from each other. Out on the thoroughfare. Um, also, I've got like, I've been working on like five voices that just don't make sense. It's like nobody wants to hear a George Hurst from Deadwood. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. That's how like uh, I people always tell me I do a very good impression of the singer of the Mountain Goats, which for the most part nobody knows who the Mountain Goats are. Things you do for money, and there's <laughs> things you do for love. I am a babbling bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> again, not many people know the reference. The things you do for love are gonna come back to you one by. That's one where I want to like I want to be happy and sad. Yeah, well, he has are some happy that. ones this year. Yeah, they're all sad and happy, but it's just the tempo home. that I'm like it hits. It's like happy cries, but it's there's always you can't have a happy cry unless you've reached sadness at some point in your life. Oh, he's reached sadness. Listen to the Mountain Goats, folks. Um, so I got um I got three gloves off and I got one hats off. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, mine mine's a gloves off. All right, and. I legitimately feel sad about this situation. I even brought it up before the podcast, just to give you a heads up. So oh, good I will be making fun of this guy, but uh, I feel for him. Mitch, I have an announcement. Yes. The spirit-crushing gears of the Hollywood machine have taken another poor, innocent soul. Oh, no. And no, not our many interns that we have fired for subpar work. But the soul of Aaron Carter. His soul. His eternal soul. Um, you mean You mean the canvas? Formerly known as Aaron Carter, I was. I did not know he changed his name. No, I was just saying that because he got Rihanna tattooed on his oh. fucking orbital bone. I'm gonna get to that though, but he says it's not Rihanna. But he was recently on the show called it's Marriage. Absolutely Bootcamp. Rihanna. Well, I don't know. I didn't. Couldn't really see. It's it literally a, like a poster, of, like a a cover shoot she did for like Rolling Stone. Well, he said it wasn't her, but so <laughs> he's in this interview about marriage rehab boot camp. Yeah. And it's him and his mom. And his mom's basically just standing there the whole interview. And uh, instead of bringing a wife or girlfriend, he brought his mom. And he said in the interview that there's nothing fake, nothing scripted on the show. And there's nothing scripted about me. I know everything you guys say about me. I read all your articles. I don't have a publicist. I am him. I'm the Joker. And you guys are all playing my game. So that was the beginning of the interview. And then the guy awkwardly just says, so you have a lot of new ink on your face. (laughs) What's the story behind that? And he said, don't even, there's a great video, but I just transcribed the whole thing because it's too nuts. Unfortunately, he's Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, he is. He looks like him. (laughs) The story is Medusa in Greek mythology. If you gazed, well, first of all, Medusa was raped. And then he just stares right in his mom's (laughs) eyes. And he said, she was raped. Did you know that? Medusa, and in Greek mythology, if you look it up, you'll learn a lot. He clearly knows nothing about Medusa except that she was raped. He just watched Clash of the Titans? (laughs) Yeah. I I can't confirm or deny if Medusa was raped because I'm more of an Aesop's fable guy, not so much Greek mythology. But Yeah, I think that's why she has that. She turns men to stone. Oh, Rihanna does? Yeah. No, no, not Rihanna. Well, the tattoo of Rihanna as Medusa. Um, no, Medusa, she was raped by one of the gods, not the original two, but their kids, like Jupiter or something like that. The bastard kids? Yeah. Uh, a human who, Poseidon. Oh, Poseidon? I always yeah, thought he Poseidon raped her in Athena's cool. temple and then punishes Medusa by turning her, uh, hair into snakes and anybody gazes at her face. So, uh, Aaron says, continues with, uh. With that being said, Medusa is my protector. If you want to come at me with some negativity, my Medusa will stare you in the eye and turn you into stone. Just like her mythology. Google her. Guess who my Medusa is? And then he looks at his mom, and the mom says, I don't know, Rihanna? (laughs) And then he looks at his mom and says, this is the love of my life right here. This is my date. 
Don't come at me the wrong way because I will fight to protect my rights in regards to how I'm doing. How do I put this politically correct? I'm just focusing on not breaking my bong. On not breaking his bong. Yeah, that's what he's focused on. And so then the guy just... Go back down to his arm tattoo, just not to sidetrack from his obvious tattoo, but he just has... Is like Italy? It's not even... It looks like a dick more than Italy. It's not but even... it is, right? No, it's that's Italy for sure. It's backwards, but this, the picture might just be mirrored. He's taking it in a, a mirror. But it's not even like a specific part. It's literally Italy, Switzerland, Germany, Poland, and the Balkans. <laughs> it's not even like Eastern Europe or Western Europe or Central Europe. It's just like he just decided, I want these countries in it. Well, and he's Norwegian. No, Norway's in there. Oh, it's in, okay. It's at the top. It's, it kind of fades out. Yeah, it does not look. So he's got, but he got, today he had to go to court, though, Mitchell. Okay. His own Four? His own sister, Angel. Angel Carter. Angel, well, she got married. I don't remember her last name. Oh, uh, this, isn't, this isn't Nick transitioning. No, it's not Nick. There's another sister who died from drug overdoses, yeah. um, which are the same drugs that he's taking. But he got a restraining order against him, and... The judge said he's taking all his guns away, so he started screaming and saying, I'll just go to another state and buy guns. And then Aaron Carter threatened. He goes, I'm just going to leave the court right now. And the judge said, sit down. And then, and, then he, <laughs> and then he sat down. That's not very Joker of you. Yeah, not very Joker at all. And then I watched Also, this. you can't claim to be the Joker, get a face tattoo, and then get mad when they take your guns. <laughs> That's literally like three of the red flags. True. Also, one thing I forgot. I watched this video of him when he was like 12 years old, mm-hmm. when he at his peak, arguably. And there was clear signs of mental illness when he was 12. That's why I feel bad that, I mean, that his uh, awful parents who just wanted to squeeze money out of their children didn't yeah. recognize that these that uh, Aaron Carter was truly struggling. Well, like At 12, he was exhibiting manic behavior and not like excited 12-year-old. And then his like scary dad was in the background making him eat Brussels. It was fucking weird. When your older son has already been like brutally raped by uh what's his name? Perlman. Ron Perlman? Not Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman is the guy who played fucking Hellboy. Oh, okay. Uh Lou Some, Perlman. Lou, Lou Perlman. Perlman. Ron Lou. He's come already on. been like ran through the ringer. So was Aaron Carter. No, but I know, but like they knew that they knew the deal before. Aaron was old enough to get into the biz. And they're like, ah, throw him to the wolves, too. Well, there's a Lou Perlman documentary <laughs> yeah. where every member of NSYNC and every member of Backstreet Boys and O-Town and the other girl version degrees. of O-Town, they all talk about how much of a piece of shit he was. And then Aaron Carter, with his Medusa Rihanna tattoo, is defending him the whole time, saying, I hung out with Lou all the time when I was a kid. He never did nothing. He never touched me. He never touched me. It's how Feldman defends Michael Jackson. Exactly. He's like, he's got tons of people raped me, but never Michael. Not Michael. That's because he still has Michael Jackson concerts. So, uh, oh, man. you didn't know that Michael learned all his moves from Corey? I well, I heard a rumor through the mill, dude. But. You got to watch the uh, the Corey Feldman self directed, produced, and written by Corey Feldman autobiography. Read it or watch no, it? watch it. Sorry, it's a stage show autobiographical. No, it's like a it's a movie for like fucking oh. lifetime. So, uh, also, I went on Aaron Carter's Twitter. And all, there's all this manic, insane stuff on there. But he recently just put his own phone number and said, I want my fans to call me. A lot of celebs are doing that, I noticed. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a new trend. So uh, his sister Angel filed this restraining order. It was He was told that it can't go 
around his sister for a year or the whole family and he's not allowed to go to the grove <laughs> and if you don't know what the grove is fans it's a it's a popular shopping mall in la because his sister works at the grove so he can't go there but is the grove uh, but i mean you what is the what's at the grove he's like a mac store i gotta gonna get the new iphone i gotta go to the the, the glendale cheesecake factory it's <laughs> yeah. bullshit but uh so they took away his, they're taking away his firearms and the reason for this was that Aaron Carter threatened his sister and said that he has very bad people he's going to send after them. So he threatened his own sister and family with Hitman. And she said he was worried because he was brandishing weapons on social media. The judge said he's too dangerous to possess them. So he put the restraining order. He approved of the restraining order. And then. Uh, Real quick. Can you look up his. Um, I'm trying to think of the song. His hit was for the Jimmy Neutron movie. Keep going, Spencer. What, okay, so this is one of the he had this he had this girlfriend, and uh, he was threatening his sister, and she was saying, "I'm worried about you." And then his girlfriend screamed, "How do you think I feel? We sleep in bed together, and he has a sword next to him." And then Aaron <laughs> got furious by that comment, said, "Shut up, Lena. You're next on my list. Jesus. He just wants to be left alone. He is bananas." And let's hear the song. It's pretty sick. I wish you knew every word to this song. I just remember oh. Aaron's party and his cover of I Want Candy. Yeah. Um, what else did he do? Um, Aaron's party was pretty shit. sick because his parents went to a movie and he just threw this raging Oh, party. I beat Shaq. That's it. I, I guess beat. he beat Shaq in one-on-one and he literally is bragging about it like two weeks ago still. Well, he's he's been dropping music. He doesn't have a publicist. He is him, or he is I, whatever he, <laughs> he is. He is I. And the Joker. But he edits his own music. He does all the visuals for him, and apparently he's dropping. Um, he was dropping stuff on Instagram, but he got kicked out, so now he's on YouTube oh. live. But he's he's dropping shit. I just feel bad. He is truly mentally ill. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, if you're already, like, if you just have those type of parents to begin with, you're going to have to, like, you're going to have some uh, some weeds to dig through as an adult and just kind of, like, settle yourself back to normal. But then also, you were, like, in entertainment and obviously clearly molested by many people. And it sucks because you're one older brother who's taller than you, better looking than you, and... Way more successful. Way more successful is currently on tour for Backstreet Boys reunion. And those dudes are still fucking... <laughs> those dudes are killing it because the Backstreet Boys kind of went away for a while. And then they're like, wait, let's do, like, our own crews. And they just pack it out. And it's it's all the same fans, so it's all a bunch of like 35, 37-year-old women. Yeah, just like, reliving their childhood. Yeah, but you're same fucking reason Spice Girls up, can dude. come back. And, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. And the one thing, if you haven't seen the Backstreet Boys documentary, I highly recommend it. It's amazing. Each member goes to their old childhood home and kind of has a moment with their past. Like one of the guys just screams like, why, Dad? Something like Chaz. that. Chaz? Yeah, AJ, I don't know who it was. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a few people got sober. But the whole point of the documentary was they had been pushed around so much by the studios and not allowed to create their own music that they were going to do an album together. They rented a house, all their own instrumentals, all their own lyrics. Tight. Shockingly, not a single one of those songs is on the current <laughs> playlist for the Backstreet Boys reunion tour because it is terrible and they don't have talent because they were told what to do as young kids. They have talent, sorry. They have a lot of talent, dancing, singing. Just right. Oh, but like all those groups, they literally like Lou Pearlman went to like northern Florida and just like 
he did like a, his own like American Idol before American Idol. He just interviewed like a thousand kids, had them audition, and then he just kind of pieced them together. Got the ones with the juiciest heinies. Yeah. And I remember, too, in that documentary, I guess... Uh, <laughs> the most lackadaisical parenting. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Florida, so you're... cut. You know, he had this fake airplane company, and that's what he actually oh, yeah. ended up getting in trouble for, was this fake airplane company. And he... It, like, to prove that he had... A, people weren't believing that he had an airplane in the air, and he literally got a model of an airplane, took a picture of it outside, and sent that out. That was enough for people to believe he had... He had no airplane company. Like, the, the people in the band were saying that... Like, yeah, we want to go on your private jet, Lou. And then they would just be on Southwest Airlines and couldn't figure it out. Uh, he was shady as hell. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Backstreet Boys and you're still flying Southwest, you got to, like... And, and then also, if you don't put it together, then it's like, ah, after that, it's on you. No, fool me once, Lou Dog. Yeah, he screwed out one of his best yeah. friends. Uh, good documentary. It's free on YouTube. Lance Bass is the main guy, and he's the narrator. It's him adorably hanging out with his mother. Lance seems like he had some good... He at least had a good mom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could... Like, Justin Timberlake seems to do fine. Like, he just kind of fed into the Illuminati machine. Yeah, and, and he kind probably of is an intense Grew into himself. Lance, isn't he in sync? Yeah, yeah. But you said he did the Backstreet documentary? No, it's the Lou Pearlman documentary. Oh. Yeah. They cover all gotcha. of them. Lou Pearlman got both those bands together and then like pitted them against each other. By the way, look up a picture of Lou Pearlman. He's cute. <laughs> K-U-T-E He's a fucking cutie with a patootie. Yeah, he's dead now. He died in prison. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this guy just But he, he considered himself behind. the sixth member of NSYNC. Look at this. Toby Jones to play Lou Pearlman. Is that Beans from Even Stevens? <laughs> no, he's uh, Toby Jones. He's always in British movies. Um, okay. He's right. in uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Never heard of him. Uh, he's a good one. All right, so uh, we're just looking out for Aaron Carter. I genuinely <laughs> feel bad. What do you got, Mitch? Um, believe it or not, um, Nick Carter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, uh, all right, let me. I've got a. Let me not waste my only hats off. I'm gonna go gloves off. Am I muted? No, we're good. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this is a light one, real quick. Uh, gloves off to Minneapolis Police Department. Oh, I guess they were they, they were cleaning out a storage unit and they found fifteen hundred untasted rape kits. <laughs> untasted, untested, untested. <laughs> Un- yeah, yeah. Guy you was just going eat through. those. The guy just like licking Q-tips. It was rape. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred untested rape kits from the last thirty years. Maybe I don't. This have is, a... Can you imagine getting raped and like keep calling the police department? And you're like, is there anything? And they just put it in storage. And it's or, in like some U-Haul storage unit <laughs> and fucking Reseda. Oh uh, no, that'd be unreal. Especially if maybe I would almost appreciate it more if they took it out to the dump, buried it in a hole. Yeah, but why keep them if you're never going to use them? Is well, it one of those like I'll get to it someday? You know, people who have those yeah. busted cars in their driveway and they never ever fix them, but they think someday they will. Is it? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that? it's a it's a dodge dart yeah. to them. <laughs> they, is it? Is that what rape kits? <laughs> no, oh shit, seventeen hundred. My bad. Ooh, not fifteen hundred. So seventeen hundred. I think it was a case of that where I don't think they were like they're like no like put them in the this room. You know, and then the they move stations, and then it like it's put in a different room, and then eventually, over the course of thirty years, it ends up in storage. Okay, you know what I mean? It's, it's just like around. oh, it's just backlog files or whatever. Like I don't think it's 
seventeen hundred metal briefcases <laughs> just <laughs> full of like rape juices. Well, I just figure like every time they do a swab for a rape kit, they put it in the packaging and then they just drive down and toss it in, close the door real quick so it doesn't <laughs> fall out. <laughs> do that move where you try to push it in and you open the door down. an inch on the bottom and just yeah. shove it in Jam with your fingers. Um why not test them? They clearly well, do it's not a lack care. of resources. I believe. I mean that's their always their excuse. Because, I mean, if you're an underfunded police department, and in, like, Minneapolis, like, most of your problems are, like, a guy, like, slipped on ice or something. Well, clearly there's a lot of rape going on. Over the last 30 years. rape. That's another thing. They didn't say how many they have tested. (laughs) So, I don't know if this is a gloves off, my man. What if 30 million got tested and only 1,700 weren't? That's not bad. I imagine that would be in the article. not a bad ratio. But, you know, these... These uh, journalists have agendas nowadays. Uh, Kenosha, hilarious. Kenosha Davenport, executive director of Sexual Violence Center, says the age of some of these kids makes contacting victims especially complicated. Yeah, no shit. They change their numbers. They're not using their AOL email well, anymore. Well, now you're using police resources to like track down these people that like it's been 27 years, and they're like, I got over it. Like, yeah, I'm don't fun. Don't bring this back into my life. And now she's like, she's like married, and she's like on her second husband. She's got, you know, kids from two marriages. She's kind of just living her day to day. And then she's like, oh, yeah, sorry, honey. I forgot to tell you, I was raped when I was 19. And yeah. apparently the police department didn't do anything they until do just anything. now. And now they're knocking on her door. And and the statute limit, the statute is well passed. Yeah, I don't think. So, I mean. That's some old, I mean. If if I come on like an old T-shirt and put it in the hamper, that jizz is no good by morning. Sure, you. I know you've done tests. I've been there with you to <laughs> I've observe. Got, I've got that uh, Horatio Kane CSI Miami where you put the Q-tip in like the bag and you shake it if it turns blue. Someone got raped. <laughs> yeah, I just assume that's how. Like, what is in a rape kit? Like, well, rape. They do swabs. Like, okay, I. You, but I just got raped. There's come inside of me. They swab me. They see if there's any like any blood from the other person. Okay. Hairs skin cells but you need to do that right away clearly they don't care sperm will remain and especially alive back in the five 90s. days i've been doing too much back busting for five days sperm bro but i was just basically up until i'd say 99 everyone was pretty much clueless this one guy got put away for murder for hair they found on a crime scene ended up being dog hair and he just got <laughs> oh, released shit. like these it's always just like some... it's blonde he's blonde he's like that's golden the hair is golden from seeing all those true crime documentaries it's always just get a guy who's semi-retarded yeah give him a lot of soda let him smoke cigarettes uh-huh. and he will confess because he wants to go home to his mama and then listen man there's not gonna be a real problem <laughs> like just just sign the thing. Then you'll go, go home. home. I mean, well, if, like this will get hashed out in court. And the second you sign it, they just got you, fucker. You're done. Have fun. Throw and this then, son of a bitch in the clink. And it's always like all those documentaries are the same way, too, where they're like, a few weeks have gone by and the city has been really pushing to finally find a suspect. So they're like, Daryl's drunk all the time at the <laughs> local at the local bar. We'll get him. Yeah, just find someone believable. Oh, Dude, it was so easy being a cop like in the 50s. You're just like, uh, yeah, I know who did it. <laughs> you just you just drive around town getting drunk in your cruiser, and then you're like, yeah, I found him. Yeah, I got him. No problem. Got him. I dusted for Prince, trust me. Yeah, it was probably a way better time to be a cop. Oh, man. So uh, gloves off to the Minneapolis Police Department. I mean, there's nothing you can even do now. Like, why even admit it? Now it's up to like, 
It's not even under like the same leadership. How was this discovered? Was it on Storage Wars or something? And they opened <laughs> it up, and it's just filled with rape kids. Yep. Instead of like Beanie Babies that are worth money. Well, I got a record player. Uh, this is a this is a Simpson. We can probably get like I don't know fifteen hundred out of this. That's a pretty good haul. Um, there's 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 seventeen hundred Manila envelopes though. <laughs> I don't know what's in those. It's uh, some sort of decent kit. CD collection. There's not really money for CDs though anymore. I'll just. <laughs> oh, I got one that's gonna cheer. You. A guy going through. <laughs> he's uh, bidding on storage units, just fervorously trying to get like his evidence back so the police department <laughs> doesn't have it. He's just trying to outbid everybody, just hoping that each each uh, fucking storage unit has come in it for justice. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's what the Steven Seagal movie Out for Justice is about. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, what do you guys, Vince? I got a hat off that's sure going to make old Mitchie boy happy. All right, let's hear it. You know, I know I know certain buttons to push on Mitch. I've known him for a minute. I got a hat off to Mel Gibson. <laughs> I'm all ears, bro. <laughs> okay. You're all I'm surprised ears. I haven't done this yet. Uh, Mel Gibson was recently spotted at a Whole Foods in Malibu barefoot. Okay. And I like the description. That's just how you live in Malibu. This was the description. Yeah, he's cruising. Missing from Gibson's ensemble were his shoes. As he meandered through the parking lot of the grocery store, blackening his soles of his feet while cradling a brown paper bag of his selections. I wish they knew. What kind of bullshit hit piece is this? I know, but they have. No, it's actually kind of positive. But one thing, I want to know what's in the bag. I guarantee you nothing in there is kosher. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I would, of, yeah. of course. And to, uh, I doubt any, any cured meats are in there. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's kosher, but because uh, he hates the juice. The Braveheart star also appeared heftier than normal, so that got me worried because he was looking fat. But this is the amazing reason for it, and I truly cannot wait. Don't worry, Gibson body shamers. He is packing up pounds for a new Seth Rogen-produced Santa movie called Fat Man. Oh, I love it. The synopsis, it's even better. It's a rowdy Santa take, Santa tale about an or- unorthodox, because he hates the Jews. He would never be orthodox. An unorthodox. Ah, oh, the, the writer slipped it in there. They yeah. just won me over. That was pretty good. Santa, who's targeted by a hitman that a 12-year-old hires because Santa puts coal in his stocking. Oh, okay. That's fun. Count so he, he's playing like real Santa? He's playing an like a unorthodox Santa who has a hitman coming after him, who I don't know he'll be played by, The Rock. No, but in this world, he's he is the actual Santa. Yes. And a kid put out a hit on him. Yes. That's great. Sounds like a great movie. And it's Seth Rogen produced, so I guess he doesn't hate Jews if they're making him tons and tons and tons of money. He doesn't, listen, but he doesn't on. hate the Jews. He hates a very specific group of Jews. But And the Time's Up movement hates those same Jews, but apparently you're not allowed to say that. Oh, bringing it into Time's Up. Uh-oh. But this is a beautiful world where he goes from one of the most beloved action stars to be being blackballed by Hollywood to now playing our favorite giver of gifts, Santa Claus, one of the most classic men in America. Yeah. Kind of makes me want to salute a flag or something. <laughs> I'll tell you which flag you he won't be saluting. Yeah, I know what he won't be. It's got six points on it. That does sound like a really cool movie, though, because Santa movies haven't been good since uh, Santa Claus with Tim Allen, probably, was it the last good one. That's the one my family watches on Christmas Eve. I love that one. That's a great movie. Muppet Christmas Carol is my all-time favorite. A Rose Such a Clatter. A Rose rose Such a Clatter company. Normally I sleep naked, but naked. Hey, Mrs. Johnson. Yep. Um, So Mel Gibson strolling through Whole Foods, buying some groceries barefoot, fattening up for his role as a 
uh, unorthodox Santa Claus. You can't fucking burn Mel G, dude. He did um, Dragged Across Concrete. Do you see that? No. Him, that was mentioned in this article, though. Him and Vince Vaughn play Dirty Cops. You got to watch it. It's oh. it's late 90s Mel, like payback Mel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sick. It's fucking great. Get the Gringo. Have you seen that? No. He's like a um, classic like ex-Special Forces, but he's a mercenary now. But the movie starts out, that's all just like alluded. The movie starts out with him being stuck in a Mexican prison, and the whole movie is him trying to get out. But then he makes friends along the way, so he's like, I'm going to burn this whole fucking place down. Nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a good uh, Netflix watch. Well, usually, if anything has like a crooked cop, hopefully with a cop who's honest to a T, I'm in. Yeah. Bank heist, any sort of bank heist, mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. Most uh, serial killers, I'm in. Um, Yeah, I read the script for Lethal Weapon, and I was like, I don't even know who else would fucking play this. Yeah. The way they write it, and you're like, and you're just picturing Mel Gibson, it's even better than the movie somehow. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Because, like, just the way they write for it, it's like, then he cleared out the room like he was uh, ashing a cigarette. <laughs> you're just like, Ooh. tight. <laughs> fucking, yeah. fucking sick. What made Lethal what made that movie is where he lived. He lived in a trailer on a private beach in Malibu that he got off his police salary. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? With the coolest dog on earth. Uh, the 90s were good. And a cool escape route. No, I think he lived in Long Beach. No, that, was, that wasn't Long Beach. What was <laughs> no, Long Beach? No, in the Be- movie, though, I think, no, I think it was Malibu, but I think because he got transferred from Long Beach. Well, That's you how- would know more than me. I do know in Lethal Weapon 2, the lady who killed herself in the opening scene that was filmed in a building in Long Beach. Yeah. That circle building on... No, that's Lethal Weapon 1, where she jumps out of the window. Okay, well, Lethal Weapon 1. Yeah. yeah. They killed my daughter, Raj. You owe me one. Yeah, yeah, they, I owe you one. Uh, yeah, don't question me on Lethal Weapon, dude. I won't. I'm LW? Not, I never will. One, two, three, or four. I won't of any of them. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited he's on the comeback, because he had to do that that bullshit... Uh, Daddy movie? Yeah, the um, that Mark Wahlberg... Will Ferrell. <laughs> uh, or Mark Wahlberg was just punking Will Ferrell the whole movie. Well, I guess you won me over, too. Uh, I did not see Daddy's Home 1 or 2. I missed them both. I saw number 2. Of course you saw number 2. <laughs> I got to catch my man Mel G. Um, That's all it. Right, cool. Hats off Gibson. Hats off Gibson. I love his style because I was, I was almost attacking that fucking whoever wrote that article. So I was like, who cares if his feet are black? <laughs> Bro, do you not do you never live in a beach community, dude? I'd walk around barefoot everywhere. They just clearly had nothing to write about. The article is about him walking around. It's not like he was crazy shaving his head like Britney Spears yeah. in a gas station bathroom. Also, he lives in Malibu. Hey, the fact that he he got pulled over in Malibu, those famous tapes. You ever have you ever actually listened to those? No. I don't even know what you're talking about. The tapes where he got pulled over, where it was like he hates Jews. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. that came out, because his wife called him and recorded the calls. And for sure, it's like the Donald Sterling thing, where it's just like, hey, no one's going to like hate on this lady for just recording private phone calls, especially in a dual-party state where you have to notify people. The journalists are like, let's just conveniently forget that. And that's not even because like, I'm a big Mel fan. That's just because like the, the double standard of like, we're, we're journalists, but it's like, no, oh, you guys are just weird yeah. hate, hate mongers, and this is a good story, so you're just going to ignore the felony this woman just committed. Yeah, um, well, especially the Sterling one, because... It was just some girlfriend that was just hot that was being paid to fuck him. And then she's going to screw him <laughs> yeah. over. It's like, you knew the deal. You know what you're doing. And now you're going to fuck me over. Dude, I might have some Mel Gibson drops next week. All There's right. ones where he's just like, 
He's like, you ain't getting shit. You understand me? You're not getting shit. I want, you know what I want you to do? Suck my fucking dick. <laughs> He's just screaming at her. It's fucking great. I bet she got a lot. I bet that. But see, people focus on I the Jew stuff. There's so much. Words. There's so much gold in those there's tapes. So much more. There's like an. It's like hours. And he just keeps calling her back. Don't you ever fucking because you just click on a random like uh, link and he's like, don't you ever fucking hang up on me again. It's like oh, you're starting fresh. Uh, oh, go to jacuzzi yourself. Can you play that one? <laughs> it's just a lot of that. Treat me like a man. That one's good. Oh man! Just as you know, I've seen relatives have that fight, but it's yeah, never. This is recorded. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's just hilarious to see, especially how much I like the guy's work. I don't need medication. You need a fucking bat in the side of the head. <laughs> Oh, yeah, nice. you gotta listen to them, dude. Oh, I am now. I've got um, a little treat. I got a little teaser of them. But to just see people broken down to like their most interesting. It's like uh, the fappening. Where it's like Jennifer Lawrence didn't want anybody to see her with a fucking cock in her mouth, dude. That sucks. Yeah, or I mean, it's the same. It's like the Baldwin one where yeah. he calls his daughter fat little piggy, <laughs> and then ten years later he's on a roast where people are making fun of him for like twenty five times. Yeah, and she's just laughing. Uh, yeah, we don't need to pull up the fat. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, our producer has this. I obsession. like that they have the date of it. Like it was fucking, like it was Normandy. Oh, wow. August 31st, 2014, a day that will remain in infamy. Um, all right, let's see. Let's back to me. Yo, it's your turn, buddy boy. Uh, this is another quick one, possibly. This is a uh, gloves off. <laughs> to the Seattle Police Department. <laughs> All right, more police department. I'm just covering the whole northwest of this you're country. You're doing all police. Mine have been all celebrity. <laughs> well, you're our gossip column. Oh, yeah, Ten- this week. Um, I got another one. Yeah, so that was the guy. He uh, <laughs> he got uh, is a police captain, and this is a gloves off not to the guy, but to his department. For uh, He got caught in a prostitution ring or sting set by his own department. So he was just cruising around. He offered a chick $40 for a blowjob, and she goes, freeze, motherfucker. And he's like, no, no, I'm your boss. Chill. Fucking chill. Um, Those those stings are infuriating to begin with. Oh, yeah. I mean, if if a person doesn't have sovereignty over their own body, like prostitution, drugs, it's all the same thing. Like, if I can't do what put whatever I want in my body, whether it's meth or dick, then how free am I really? Yeah, and just when they set when they set those up, they'd always do those episodes of cops where people were doing legitimate crimes, and then some guys in like a nine mile chase, they find him un- under a trailer for a gram of weed. And you're like, what? Are you serious? Yeah. That's all they got. But he's in Florida, so he's fucked. And mm-hmm. same with they would set up those stings where they would, and they would do ridiculous ones where they would have a birthday clown soliciting sex and stuff <laughs> like that, and get them. They, they did one recently. That Bait was, ass. It, that was like an Uber scam where it was these. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's one guy yelling, saying, "No, no, no, it's a no cop. don't get in there, don't, don't get, get in there, Uber, don't get in that Uber." It's like fucking just—it's a cop. He's got an, uh, an Uber thing, but he's like, "No, I'm off the clock, but I'll take you somewhere if you got cash. I'll take you." Yeah, to try and bust Ubers um, or people passengers. trying to get rides places. Which in my day, that was just hitchhiking, dude. Sure. My mom gave Mr. Jatterick a ride, the, the Taekwondo teacher, who, by the way, walked around not just Malibu. It's not even a beach community. This is this is very inland, not in this community. This dude walked barefoot everywhere. Cool, man. <laughs> well, he, was practic- he was walking the walk if he was a Taekwondo teacher. Oh, yeah. And then 
all year just prepping for a mountain festival so you can do a demonstration. The kid in the wheelchair in the park breaking boards. Yeah. The, the bluegrass band stops playing for 10 minutes so he can put on his demo. <laughs> all his students. But, um, yeah. I mean, I... I think those, I mean, the fact that they're doing a sting to begin with is ridiculous. Because it is always also like super sad. Cops particularly, because it's all, everybody has like a, like the, it was all in the 90s. So everybody had like those blue blocker frames and uh, like a mustache. And you just always felt bad for the guy. He's like, this guy's just, come on, this guy's just trying to get some pussy. Like, just got off work. He's either never gotten laid or like he finally worked up the courage over like years of hating his wife. I know. That's, <laughs> imagine if that was the first time. Oh, man. The first time they've ever done this. And, oh, and the response, and they always put the plastic handcuffs on them in those situations. So they don't <laughs> even get the dignity. The zip, the cuffs. double zip tie thing? Yeah, the zip ties. The exactly. figure eight zip tie, just zoop. Yeah. So they don't even, oh, it's just some poor fat guy who's lonely as hell, wants to get his dick sucked. Or some guy who's like, probably wants to go like be pedophiling those looking guys <laughs> just but it's like i i made a concession here i was gonna sleep with an adult woman and now you guys are pushing me back to the underground yeah, now, now i don't know what to do and watching those old episodes too it'll be the cop dressed up like a prostitute the female cop and then they have the camera in the car and they get the price and he's like how much for a ride yeah how much for sex and she's like Twenty dollars, and you're like, "What? It was twenty dollars in the nineties? Yeah. Sex is that cheap? That's the crime. That's fucking good. You should for if you're having sex, you got to break a hundred, hundred minimum, I would say. For well, that's the even problem. If the girl is when you push anything to the underground, super ugly. You you like create this weird world where instead of like oh like in Australia they have you could prostitution's legal, but it's you have to be in a brothel. You can't just be a street can't walker. Be fucking in the so it's like the health department comes, like you get paid by the hour plus tips, like testing, yeah, testing, a, yeah. all that shit. Like uh, same thing with like abortion, where like if you make uh, abortion illegal, then it's just gonna be like coat hanger, fucking basement yeah, surgery. People will do it. Yeah, there's a there's this cool book about a group of kind of badass nuns who were secretly performing <laughs> abortions when it was legal because they just believed in it. And yeah. It was like they were trying to truly do God's work. And it was just interesting that they were like, and there was one doctor on their side or one priest on their side. So they would shuttle them out in these secret ways. And they're very good at what they did. And they basically killed millions of people, but not, not millions. But yeah, so what? I'm down with it. No, I'm... no. A lot of babies, not, not people. They're not people yet. You know, whatever. No, they are. I mean, abortion is one of those things where I'm like, no, it's murder. But we like, as a society okay. have gone, no, that's fine. It's okay. I don't care. Like it is, it is murder. It is a life, but until it comes out, we're chill, right? Whatever. Um. So anyway, Seth Rogen has to wrap up that Dunn movie. Then he's gonna crack it on <laughs> Mel. Um. Let's go back to you. All right. Well, I got a similar topic. It's a gloves off. Hey. This more has to do with uh, miscarriage, which is nature's abortion. Oh, of course. Uh, James Vanderbeek has had a pretty tough week. I'm sticking with the celebrity theme. Oh, I've gone shit. Aaron Carter. I went to an irrelevant celebrity. Then I went to Mel Gibson. Very relevant. JVDB. Now Vanderbeek. He announced on the beginning of his newest episode on Dancing with the Stars. And if you would tell the interns next time to let me know that Vanderbeek's on Dancing with the Stars, I would have watched it. <laughs> Jesus. These people are amateurs. He announced that his wife had a miscarriage. She suffered a miscarriage. And then he was the next one voted off the show. Oh, so Vanderbeek had to deal with having a miscarriage and then got voted 
off Dancing with the Stars. He knew he was getting voted off. She's so like, "Oh, uh, my mom." Yeah, it was well, one week wife, before uh, the finals care too. And his wife wrote. He just came in second. Uh, no, I guess third, probably. Okay. But his wife wrote on Instagram, in the last 48 hours, we lost her baby boy. I almost lost my, lost my life, which is not a story that's been told. But at some point, I can dig into the details of what happened in the emergency room. Ellipsis. And Why? Ja- and James got eliminated from Dancing with the Stars. I'm pretty shocked. Why do you need to dig in? Why does this need to be a press release? That's no, it doesn't. And then she... You, this is this what's making me think you don't give a fuck because this is like anybody who actually has a miscarriage and is traumatized by it, you would just keep that to yourself. Maybe talk about it in therapy or loved ones or to your friends. Yeah, not a year from now where it's going to be like Us Weekly. It's like how I rebuilt my life after my miscarriage. And the only While reason I'm, trying I'm just... on this is because my husband was on a hit WB show twenty years ago. I don't want to wait for this baby to come to term. <laughs> and then she came out. I'm pretty shocked. Uh, we want to thank Allie, who's a beautiful dancer. She tried to give her spot to James. She tried quitting the show. Little Angel. She called the dancer a little angel, not her dead baby, which I, you know, <sighs> is quite interesting to we me. F- those things where it's like. Uh... She had the miscarriage the weekend before they filmed. Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't make that clear. Was it the stress? Of, of her husband know. being I, on the like, number the one timing, competition. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, the, the timing. timing. And then they voted him out. She tried to give him a spot. She's calling the dance partner the angel, not the baby. And it's debatable whether babies can get into heaven or not with miscarriages. You no, know? you so are, maybe no, that's why she Babies do get into heaven. You know, you've you they're checked? With, they're without original sin. Yeah, I know. But they could, you know, they see weird stuff in the womb. Yeah, I think dogs get into heaven. Yeah, well, it's not confirmed. That's all I'm saying. We got to like, get our interns If I think it. about it and I read, like, my Bible companion and all this, I'm like, dogs don't go to heaven. That's stupid. But then if you have a dog you love a lot, you're like, he's in heaven, yeah, I my hope. goldfish is into heaven. But, and here's, I mean, I feel for Vanderbeek, for sure. But here's where I get a little frustrated. I'm not like I'm not trying to be that cold hearted, but they already have five children. Okay, yeah. And they're making a big deal about a miscarriage. So maybe that's your fault. It's like maybe save some babies for the other people. You got a civic. Save some for the fishes, dude. <laughs> you got a civic with two hundred thousand miles. And you're like, yeah, we can go to Vegas on no oil. Yeah. Like, bitch, you your body did its part. Chill. Yeah, seriously. You're this isn't the little house on the prairie. <laughs> no. I think Vanderbeek's just getting greedy. But uh, no, that is weird for it to be that public. Like, that's just I don't know Well, and he gets into it, too, where um, I like, like Vanderbeek. I don't want your life. Uh, yeah. I mean, Varsity Blues is a horribly awesome movie. Super good. Very rewatchable. The best jeans. The best jeans in a, in a movie. I don't think I focus on the jeans. Dude, pull up var- any any clip from Varsity Blues. You know, what was really sad. I was at a Fourth of July parade. And Billy Bob, you know, the morbidly obese uh, defensive end. Or images. You know Billy Bob, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he... <laughs> actually, Billy Bob's dead now. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. Just, just go back so to So I'm you. at this 4th of July parade. <laughs> Billy Bob, Billy Bob is in the parade. He's a celebrity guest, and he's sitting in a convertible, and I scream, Billy Bob, I love you. And he gets out of the convertible, comes over and, like, hugs me and stuff. And this is where it became really sad. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be in this town. I was in Huntington Beach. He goes, yeah, I'm going to be in Huntington for a, till the night. You guys got any cool parties to go to? And then at that point, I thought, I'm like, I don't what? I don't want you to come to our party. <laughs> That's really weird. Our party? We're teenagers, and you're a grown-up playing Dude. a teenager. Oh, those aren't even gin codes. 
what are those? I wish our fans could see it. Bro, did I call it or what? That's co- they came from memory. Wow, you man, that brain, that steel <laughs> trap of yours. I, I it took me twenty minutes and a couple of uh, searches through my records to find my social security yeah. number last week <laughs> to replace my debit card. But I I saw Bar Varsity Blues nineteen years ago, and I'm like sick jeans. Oh, those are wild jeans. So uh, Varsity Blue jeans. You know what? This is actual cool quote that he posted online that I like. Uh, well, one th- I think he's oh, like- wait, when 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 Billy Bob when he got out of the car, the convertible, did the hot chick that was sitting next to him fling into the air? No, no, because he, lo- he got that surgery. He had lost weight. Oh, he okay. had the gastric bypass thing. All right, never because I heard him on Loveline before talking about it, and Adam Carolla straight up just said. How are you ever going to get another movie role? Like you are this person. <laughs> he got he's... fat again for for not another teen movie. He played himself in the spoof. But he was skinny and he needed the role so badly he gained all the weight back. And now he's dead. The dude loved to party. He wanted to party with me, yeah, which of makes sense. But this is a, this is where it could be a hats off at least for this quote. Um, <laughs> I like what he said about his dead baby. He said we lost the baby. Uh, we should have expected we we expected to welcome this little guy into our family, except he took a shortcut to whatever lies beyond. That's cool. So now he's calling him out. Cool and ominous. No, it sounds like he's not. I hate when people are like he's up in heaven now. He said whatever lies beyond, <laughs> which a, could be his next movie or something. <laughs> I don't know. When a comic dies, and they're like, I guess God needed a laugh. Yeah, and they're just like, I guess God needed a, a fetus. <laughs> I guess God needed the fetus of Dawson. Shortcut to the afterlife is an awesome thing to say, though. Even God's the ba- the fetus gets up there, and God's like, "I was more of a Pacey guy." Yeah, yeah, I was kind of more into more with Joshua Jackson, dude. You're making myself. Those stupid movies. I mean, did you see Mighty Ducks? I'm clearly much more behind <laughs> Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson's still semi relevant. Here's a, this is another cool quote. So Vanderbeek has cool quotes, man. Okay. You never know why these things happen. That's why I've been telling my kids. All you know is that it brings you closer together. It breaks you open, it, bro- it opens your heart, and it deepens your appreciation. It makes you more human. That's that's a pretty good quote, man. You don't like it? Eh. And then, no, this is how he ends it. It's, it's like to live, all laugh, our, love. Thanks to all our friends, coworkers, and dance partners. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. And then that sounds like it was either put together by a publicist or he like Googled things to say when you have, your wife has a miscarriage to our dance partners. And then he starts attacking the word miscarriage. The word needs to be a replacement. Nobody failed to carry. These things just happen. Miscarriage is the perfect word. She absolutely failed to carry this baby. Yeah. No one's blaming her, but yeah. that's a. That's a word. That's like the movie Con Air. You know it's about comms on an airplane. Miscarriage. You know exactly. It's a perfect word I'm for tracking it. it on Amazon. FedEx mishandled. my. They were handling it. I didn't get it. It was mishandled. Yes, it's perfect. You mishandled <laughs> your seed. <laughs> you mishandled the seed. You mishandled- your body couldn't handle it anymore because it handled the five babies Dude. very well. <laughs> and baby number six, it did not handle well. How funny would it be if he just doubled down? He's like, my fucking... My wife, she can't even handle my strong ass cums. <laughs> so again, <laughs> it's I, her fault. I dumped inside her. She can only get five out. Like I knew a lady. She had 13 kids. Guess what happened to her? Brain aneurysm because it's very hard on the body. So he starts saying that. Um, he starts saying that 
uh, people miscarriage is a taboo subject. Miscarriage is something justice. that people rarely talk about and go through in secret. These need to be z- there needs to be zero shame about it. I've never heard of someone being shamed for failing to bring a child into this world. I don't think anybody shames them. And I hear people talk about miscarriages all the time. Like any person I know who has miscarriages is always like, "Well, we had Billy, then we lost one, then we had Jaden, Hayden, Brayden, and Caden." Yeah. I don't know why this person has a southern accent, but um, no, but also miscarriages. But people like, do talk about miscarriages. They they respect that ghost of a baby. It's like, not taboo. Like one out of six pregnancies would come to term before like 1900. Yeah, like, miscarriages were just like fucking. Uh, ah, I, I hit the grocery store on the wrong day. The milk <laughs> expires in two days. All of them. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'd love to come back, and you know, you, you come back in six hours, and they all they all expire on the 19th. But as of right now, <laughs> you just got fucked with the lot. Yeah, he's trying to like compare it to the like the breastfeeding taboo thing. That was an actual taboo. People have issues with people breastfeeding in public. Does anyone shame breasts or miscarriages? I think yeah, even like abortion is like one of the most volatile topics, but a lot of <laughs> but miscarriage is literally nobody's fault. Unless you like Well, and it's not and then a it comes out thing. like oh after uh oh he we had he had a week off from dancing with the stars, so we went to six flags. <laughs> But, I, don't, I don't know what happened. I, I, I pushed a fridge on top of her, and then for some reason, she miscarried our she child. She miscarried while I was doing a two-step. But James, I think, maybe just got a little greedy. Five kids is plenty. Yeah. And you should probably be focusing more on your dancing, so maybe you can win next time. Don't you think? Also, don't have so many kids so James Vanderbeek doesn't have to be in garbage TV shows to support his fucking army he's building. Well, he's building the army, but... He's probably getting a lot of money from reruns of Dawson's Creek. His, he is so lucky he was on that show. Yeah. This, it's probably on like Oxygen reruns or something. CW? Yeah. The, whatever WB got turned into. CW. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my... Uh, but what else? Can we get his IMDb up? What has he been in recently? I haven't seen him in forever. The last thing I remember him being in is James on Bob Strike Back as James Vanderbeek paired up with Jason Biggs like because they were semi-relevant uh, at that the time. The Jameses? We were cool in 1998. What would Diplo do? That could be good. No, uh, I've actually heard that was good. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a like a self-aware comedy. I think Jamar's in it. Jamar Neighbors, uh, follow him. Hilarious comic. One of my favorites. Oh yeah, Jamar Neighbors, one of the funniest guys in LA. Um, I don't know how good this show is. I haven't watched it yet, but I'll vouch for that guy. CSI Cyber, Indiana Home Shopping. He Power plays Rangers. Rocky in the Power Rangers. Friends with Better Lives, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, this guy's he's he's working steadily. He but went from being big to being a struggling actor where he's on a bunch of law and order. Struggling. He's working, but yeah. he, he's definitely not fucking this ain't nineteen ninety eight on his ass. But you know when you those people who finally break big and you look at their IMDB and they're like, I was on the same Star Trek twice as two different characters. You yeah. know, where they just there are certain trope shows. You go on a bunch of law and order, you go on CSIs, yeah. all those criminal dramas. Or uh, Garrett Dillahunt, dude. He played two guys in <laughs> Deadwood. Who? What? He's the guy who killed Wild Bill. Yes. And he's Hearst's assistant. Oh, I didn't realize that. It's the same guy. Huh. The they guy get... that doesn't have ears and the guy that yeah. like preps for Hearst to come to town. Who kills the prostitutes? They did that in... Um... Actually, I, I realized that in the movie because they did a flashback. And I was like, oh, that looks just like that dude who was fucking with all the prostitutes. Mm-hmm. But I only saw it because of the flashback in the movie. But they did that with the... 
Vito and Sopranos with just some regular yeah. guy in the store when Christopher shot that dude's foot in the bakery for <laughs> yeah, punking yeah. him. And then all of a sudden he's that cool gay guy in Sopranos. No, I thought you said, I'm good, Spider. <laughs> um, all right. Um, all right, back to me. Yeah. So I don't know where this was, but uh, this is a quick one. Gloves off to some fucking nerd. It happened again, dude. Nerds? It's, it's, still it's, it's not on the police, but the police are involved once again. <clears throat> Substitute teacher got ratted out by some dork. 23-year-old teacher was having sex with a 16-year-old student at her parents' house. Female teacher, male student. He's fucking her at her house. Like, Dang. Dude, I would never rat on you if you just let me hang out at your house and not have sex. Sure. <laughs> if you just like, if like, you're no matter what happened. I'm if not you were a latchkey kid, yeah, it's like come over, dude. But I'm not. Yeah, she's yeah, got not, a soda fridge in the garage. Come on over and have some Fanta, dude. Me and Jeremiah Hodge. I went to his house after fucking school one time, and he just busted out a DV. I was like, "What's this?" And he showed it to me. He said, "Cherry cheeks." She's not a bad looking gal. Not pretty solid. Pretty solid. She got some DSLs on her. So. It might be a gloves off to the police department for putting this kid in a precarious situation. Or maybe his shitty parents. Well, Would they make you rat on her? Because I don't know what how drives How did anyone these... find out? That's what I'm saying. She's a... <laughs> Is that what you're saying? She's one of the things I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you're saying some things. Charged with having sex with a 16-year-old student in her arraignment Thursday. 40,000... Yeah, she's 23, 16-year-old kid. Who's the nerd ratting people out? The kid she was fucking. That kid ratted? Yeah. Oh, I thought some nerd friend ratted because he was jealous. No, it's this nerd she was blowing. This guy's not... Okay, a 16-year-old banging a 23-year-old teacher is not a nerd, even if he's a tattletale, because that's studly, man. A substitute teacher. Okay. Oh, so you're saying since she's not on the official payroll, it's not as cool? Oh, never mind. Lid's blown. His friend is the nerd. It is. Oh, so this dude's a total dork. See his fucking friend. That's what I said As a student told his friend about the sexual encounter, the friend contacted police who began an investigation. Oh, it was a female friend for sure. Yeah. Word got around and the girl told. Because yeah. all my bros would just, they would be quiet, but they'd like slowly start throwing her favor. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, do you need like a, do extra, anything for extra credit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is how the, how the female brain works. Like I had a really good friend uh, who's a girl and I was leaving a party with a separate girl and she runs up to the car and just goes, you don't want to go home with her. All she does is go to parties and fuck guys and take them home. And I had had sex with like three people at that time. I would like, give her a fist bump. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. Thank you. I just wanted, I needed confirmation. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, but she was honestly trying to do me a favor. Like, you don't want to be with this girl. So the friend tattled. Yeah, that's a bummer. Well. Well, I guess she's not really a friend. I love that. While not recalling the teacher's name, the student allegedly described to police that she was short, curvy, and Hispanic. <laughs> he had to throw curvy in there. Thick. So she's, uh, I don't know, 5'2", um, voluptuous. Uh, <laughs> Hot to trot. Huerta also had to turn over her phone where inappropriate messages were found with the student. Obviously. Why would she keep them? To fucking flick her bean to him? Maybe because she thought she could trust him and he's gabbing it, to a friend. Not me, but chicks can beat off to that shit. Just like the memory, like the sense memory. Yeah, it's different. for yeah. yeah, like sexting, I feel, works a lot better with them. Like, I need to yo, FaceTime me <laughs> at best. I need a minimum FaceTime. I really need to touch <laughs> your skin. Do you have like a scarf I could smell while can you, this Actually, is can you just jerk me off while I watch porn? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I need a lot of sensory input, and this is not working. But girls come like, oh my god, he brought me roses, and they just smell the roses and fucking flick off. Like, yeah, I don't have that in me. Yeah, it's very different. It's like they're from Venus and we're from Mars. Isn't it weird? Jupiter, you know. Well, they, you know what I've heard. <laughs> Is it that boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider? I remember a girl told me that. She was like, boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. I was like, that's not even fucking... Who taught you to read, idiot? That's not how you say things. Girls go to college to get more knowledge. Oh, you get more knowledge, huh? You get more knowledge? My niece said that to me the other Hi, my day. name is Mo. Mo knowledge. <laughs> this is... Uh, this is Hugh. Hugh Jazz. You don't get more stupider. <laughs> Kid can't even read good. All right, uh, back to you, bud. All right, well, I'm at a hot celebrity talk. Oh, all the hot goss is gone? Yeah. But I got something... Uh, hot. It's a hats off, sorry. All right. I saw, your, I saw your thumb hovering. I did do a kind of a... It's not celebrity gossip, but it's a... It's a pretty hollywood thing i went uh i went up into the hollywood hills to uh mariah carey's old house she sold it so it's a hats off to drum circles have you ever been in drum circle i had not until i was at i couldn't partake because they were out of drums but the record the record-breaking drum circle at College of the Canyons up in uh, Santa Clarita. Okay. Yeah. They filled the football field, and they were passing out drums, and I was just like, oh, I'm good. And then once everybody started, I was like, I kind of want a drum <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> it was because uh, I've been around drum circles my whole life. I'd always see them at the beach. Yeah. I would hacky sack with the drum circle guys, but I wouldn't commit to the drum dude, circle. Dude, beach drum circles are the best because like, some unaffiliated dude would just start breakdancing. No, this one was unreal because it was – you know, maracas, tambourines, that weird frog that you just rub the stick on top yeah. of, you know, all those, all those, there were a bunch of tribal instruments. There were probably 15 of us and we were in a building that felt like a tree house in Laurel Canyon, Ooh. super high on a full moon. And what was amazing about it was, it was like, basically you just are completely calm for one hour, very primal smacking on this drum. And you just think of none of your problems at all. It was, it was sweet. Yeah, it's it's like surfing or like motorcycle riding. It's that meditative, like you got to be there. Yeah, race car driving where you can't think of anything else. But like, I just drive. I didn't even realize it until the moment. And then, and then we went outside and we howled at the full moon. That's fun. And put an intention in a piece of paper and blew it into the moon like a dart. It uh-huh. was pretty rad, man. I did the, I, some of that hippie shit because I'm like, get the fuck out of here. But some of that stuff I love. No, that's how I felt. There's this one lady from Texas there and... She was like, man, if my dad knew, I'm like, oh, that's all I'm thinking about is if my dad knew what I was doing, he'd call me a <laughs> fucking f- pussy. Fucking pussy. Yeah. And what do you, 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 you said a whisper into a bubble yeah. and, and wished it luck on its way to the moon. You shot an invisible arrow into the moon and then howled at it like a communist. So you told, so you wrote down how much you hate me on a piece of paper and you burned it. Cool. But yeah, no was, wonder your mom got custody, you fucking pussy. It was amazing. And yeah, it was just an hour of thinking of nothing, but it was just being present, which is what they always talk about meditation, yeah, yeah. which I can never do. But um, well, uh, stress is the future, grief is the past. Yep. Now is peace. Ooh. But yeah, it actually served its purpose. Felt very present, and it was the guy where he's that old white guy with the ponytail, kind of half balding, but still has a yeah, good yeah. ponytail. Sick. Um, the receding ponytail? Teaching me about Native American things and why they like tobacco. And- uh, one of the best trips I ever had was out in Cal City. Uh, 
this dude just brought out a guitar and then some other guys like oh i brought my little bongos and they started playing i was like oh this is kind of cool like it's chill we're just sitting in like the the low lawn chairs just like chilling and then like fast forward 45 minutes i've got my shirt off and i'm just doing like native (laughs) american dances around the fire i'm like this is fucking incredible exactly that stuff's amazing because a lot of those situations it's like you're at a party, it's loud, some douchebag brings out his acoustic guitar yeah. and ruins it. But when it's a natural, pure thing, and with the drum circle, like half the people can be way off beat and it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah. you know, the drum, there is absolutely no skill involved. And then one girl next to me started doing the like, hey, hey, but she actually had a beautiful voice, so it worked. And it was oh, just, yeah. she it was starts just a, doing like the ISIS called arms. <laughs> it was a white girl from New York City. The but, fucking, um, <laughs> the, the, the the Black Hawk Down Somalian death music. <laughs> yeah, she did that. See you. Might as well have been because you can all you can hear. I don't know. It was just weird. But I went into it thinking this will not move me. This will not put me at ease. But it definitely did. It's, it does, dude. It's great. Yeah. And Ooh. it was a perfect location. Full moon in the canyon. Baller house. Drum circle. We got drum circle music. Here we got an example for the audio listeners. This guy, this guy looks like the background. No, this guy ran in sync. Yeah, that guy's no good. My guy was chill as hell. This is one of those uh, guys from like a cult documentary where it's like he just for some reason like you stare into his eyes and you saw peace, and then like halfway through part two of the documentary, it's like, and then he started butt fucking everybody. Yeah. And we're just on this island. We already paid the three thousand dollars. What were we gonna do? Yeah, I'd like to get in a drum circle. Yeah, I want to find a new one. I don't know when this one's gonna be, but uh. I got some invites I'll send your way. Oh, sick. All right. Um, I got two more. Let's see. All right. Glass gloves off. <laughs> I'm just burning through the gloves off. Save the hats off for last. Gloves off to um, the, a man was with his family at Disneyland, and he went up in Tarzan's treehouse. Have you been to Disneyland? Uh, it's been a while, but yes. Over I've by, been, like, the Haunted Mansion area? I've been in Tarzan's treehouse. Uh, it used Huck to be Man's... this was Stanley Robinson's yeah, yeah. treehouse. Yeah, exactly. I've been there. Um, on mushrooms, it was fun. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, that's all, I. I got to do Disneyland on mushrooms, but I'm also always like paranoid. It's so packed now. I did it. Perfect. I did it on acid, and I just stayed in Toontown, Toontown for like nine hours. When I did it, I was 16. It was a perfect age. We did get super freaked out because we didn't know you couldn't just smoke in Disneyland, and <laughs> we're just smoking. And I should know, like my mom worked on Pirates of the Caribbean. You're just ripping butts on It's a Small World. You no, know, we weren't on the rides, but we're just walking through on our way to a ride. And this guy goes, "You can't." He goes, "You can't smoke here." We're like, "Oh shit, sorry, we don't want trouble. We're tripping balls," and we didn't tell him that. But then he goes, "Oh no, there's a smoking area down there around the corner. Real nice." benches ashtrays and everything so we're thinking it's some like disneyland badass smoking section and there's just a bunch of morbidly obese people and this like french lady with a kid on a leash and we just got super <laughs> depressed but then we went on indiana jones and it was one of the best trips ever that's tight so anyway this guy um he was with his kids up in tarzan's treehouse mm-hmm. um and his kids were scared to walk out on the plank there's just a board sticking out i guess okay at one point i don't recall specifically but i don't go up there because I mean, I went up there as a child, because um, that's who it's for. Yeah, um, I'm done with Disney. <laughs> Disneyland's cool, but I don't think I'm gonna go on it like teacups or maybe like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I feel like I'm more of a California Adventure guy at this age. Oh wow, okay, you're maturing before yeah, yeah. my eyes. Because more, uh, um, engrossing, I guess. Not as many kids. It's more like teenagers. I just say fuck all. It's of kind it. of like go cool. to Six Flags or not. It's at worlds. This point. The no, cult I, of Disneyland has taken over, and you can't move 
and you can't oh, do yeah, anything because no. there are these fat couples with matching Disney yeah. ears in their 30s. Don't get me started. No, that's obnoxious. My family rant. went on Christmas for a couple years because oh. it's it was dead empty. Oh, okay. I figured it'd be And bad. then people kind of caught on, and now it's like people go there for Christmas, and they do like a big Christmas parade and all that shit. The best is just you got to go VIP. Like I went one time because like my aunt's boss, it was like whoever she was, she worked for an oil company and he just rented out the whole park. Oh, that's tight. Or like I went to Club 33 one time where the whole park shut down. Like the 20 of you just go and do whatever you want. You got to wait for that badass experience. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then um, you can never go back because it's ruined. But I, I do like even just walking around because like the Imagineers, you know, like fake rocks and each. Oh, some of that stuff is Little stunning. towns and worlds and yeah, stuff like that. Um. But anyway, this guy was up in Tarzan's treehouse, and his kids were scared to go out on the plank. So there was like three or four kids standing there. He goes, look, it's safe. And he jumps, lands on the plank, it breaks, and he falls three stories. Oh, yeah, that's a big treehouse. It's tall. <laughs> this plank we get a picture of Tarzan's treehouse? This plank you speak of, I can almost guarantee he wasn't supposed to stand on it. That seems oh, like yeah. one of those things you went past the rope rail. Oh, yeah, for sure. How badly was he hurt? Dude, it's so tall. That is more than three stories. Damn. Well, R.I.P. Is oh, that's Hong Kong. Yeah, I was gonna say that treehouse. No, yeah, this one is that. That that last one was. Yeah, this is not. This is one of the ones you just walk through real quick. It's not a ride. No line. It's not very cool. I think it was cooler when it's just family Robinson. Um. So yeah. That's about it. <laughs> Gloves off to that guy for breaking a part of Disneyland. We have to find the picture. Hopefully, and I'm also pre- your kids had the right instinct. They were rightfully yeah. scared to go out. Because I plank. guarantee you, it was the plank was on the other side of the railing. He was not supposed to go on it. Yeah, but there is an amazing still I just saw last night actually from the movie Tarzan, and it's at the end when Tarzan's swinging with Jane. You know, everything's happy ever yeah. after. That old man swinging on a rope. Tarzan swinging with Jane, and he has both arms around Jane. Yeah. But he's still swinging from the rope. He so can swing with his feet. He has one toe wrapped around it. So anyway, the picture's funny because the, the rope's just up his butt. Oh, that's funny. I wish we could find the that's picture. Right. The picture's better because, anyway, an actual artist made it. Yeah, let's get some good out of this dude. That was probably just jamming Phil Collins on his iPod. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like, yo, go check this out. This, And then his wife just screaming, this why they don't serve beer. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I love that. That's the best dad move when, like, you know, like, trust me, it's safe, where it's just like you listen to adults, like driving in the bed of someone's truck when you're a kid because your dad says it's cool, but Uncle Joe, who's not even your real uncle, is drunk as shit all the time. Yeah. Someone's going to get hurt. Someone fell out of that truck. Uh, do you have anything else? All right. I, that's it. I mean, I got more. I'm going to save it for next no, week. No, you save it. I just, got, I just got one more because I haven't done any hats off. So hats off to Hong Kong, dude. Hell yeah. Fighting for their freedom. Uh just in can we get the video of them um the car trying to there's a UAV trying to get into the uh Polytechnic University. So one person in particular, I guess they they've been utilizing now cuz the the police are using um water cannons, uh beanbag guns. So, like multiple people have died. They're just shooting people point yeah. blank in the chest. Um some dude showed up on I think Saturday with a bow and arrow and just started taking out cops. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, because I yeah, th- this is in the newspaper every single day. There's a lot going on in Hong Kong. 
with what do they call a uh, disperse and a Oh, not do we got the okay. Yeah, no, I don't not care the, what the bow and arrow has to say. There oh. we go. Oh yeah, look, see now they got quivers. So it started a movement. Now people are just showing up with bows and arrows because you can get on the train with them. How many? And they're actually shooting cops. Yeah, they're they're because they're getting shot with water cannons. Look at this shit. This is getting insane. Yeah, this and is this like, has been just how long it's been going on for. I mean, no, because normally like shit like this pops off and then like occupy. Like it doesn't escalate to a certain point. But these people are legitimately pissed, and the cops they're trying to like traditionally like Chinese it. Where they're like, no, we'll just squash this. We'll tan him in this. <laughs> this guy's got an arrow sticking out of him. <laughs> yeah, they're taking cops out, dude. They have no choice. They're trying to squash it, and the, and the students are just like, fuck you. Like, we'll die here. Which, hats off to them. That's more American than anything that's happened in America lately. Yeah, they just, you know, yeah, like the Occupy. You just sit in a park and smoke weed. Like our friend who will go unnamed. What are your goals? Um, oh, we don't really have a leader. It's like, all right, then what do you want to get done? But that's the best is our mutual friend who uh, was at an Occupy rally only to just hang out and party, like just wanted, was going to sleep at that park, didn't even know it was Occupy. <laughs> Cop showed up, kind of roughed him up a little bit. He got like pushed and he got like 10 grand from a lawsuit that someone else filed that he was just like, yeah, I'll get in on that. Uh, well, uh, one of those, what are they called? The What are those called? Uh, uh, it's... I know, I know what the Dawson's Creek's pants looks like, but uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can <laughs> the recall big what... one that you do when a lot of people are involved. Anyway, class action, class action. There we go. Boom. I can, I can recall what James Vanderbeek was wearing in 1997, <laughs> but I'll be damned if I can remember class action lawsuit. It's the end of the show, folks. Give us a break. All right, we're a little slow. So, um, support Hong Kong however you can. Don't support the NBA or whatever. I don't know. I like that little loophole. Like you can't bring a gun on the train. Bow and arrow is cool. Okay, sweet. No, because it doesn't. There's no metal. So it's like it's about getting through the metal detector. So they're like people bringing like throwing knives. Um, People are carving like bamboo knives, shit like that. So hats off to Hong Kong. We wish you guys the best. Mostly because all of you. Dude, they're waving American flags. Are they? They're throwing Molotov cocktails at UAVs going USA. USA. Which oh, yeah, we're getting repped and we're not doing shit. We're just exactly, making a Exactly, bro. We're over here doing pussy shit. Yeah, yeah. We're sitting at a fucking picnic table talking about fucking James Vanderbilt. Police in Minneapolis, <laughs> Seattle, Texas. And then some fucking hot celebrity gossip. And then some dudes 10 years younger than us are throwing Molotov cocktails at police officers. Police officers are taking arrows out of their calves for the first time since Robin Hood days. <laughs> and I'm worried about Aaron Carter's mental health. Well, we can. The things aren't mutually exclusive. We can be worried about both. <laughs> can we? All right. I Make put sure a lot you're, more uh, thought into Aaron Carter than China. That's sad, <laughs> we'll be back folks. with more China news. Good luck with your riot shields, you fucking pussies. Um, make sure you rate and review, uh, subscribe on iTunes, tell your friends, steal your friends' phones. Uh, I know your mom probably has an iPhone. Just take her phone. Uh, it has the podcasting app. Just download that, rate us, review us. Even though she keeps saying I don't have a podcast app, yeah, she does. She just doesn't know about it. It's the purple one, Darlene. I don't have the flashlight app on my phone. Jesus Christ, Jody. It's, 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 it's the purple one. It's next to, no, no, over. No, over. It's okay. Never. I'll just just give it to me. I'll do it. Um, uh, follow us on Instagram at Mitchell Phillip, at Robot Spencer, at Hogo Pod, at Beam Jeremy. And uh, do we want to give the handles for any interns? 
Not next week. They have to earn it. We're gonna, right. We got that gauntlet we're throwing down, and we'll see what happens. Throw down the gauntlet like these Chinese protesters. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.